0: Hey, welcome to the Jesus, Sex, and Politics podcast. I'm Micah. I'm Nathan. And here we talk about all the things that culture doesn't want to talk about. And that might scare you. Well, hey, welcome to the show. Uh, It's good to be with you. Uh, Nathan, we've got some special guests in the studio with us today. Yes, I I, I need to give a little background. Okay.
1: Okay, so every time (laughs) I meet awesome new people, we start talking about things. And it's before we start rolling. And Micah yells at me. So I want you all to write a vicious, <laughs> evil hate mail towards Micah. What's tell that? him to stop yelling at his lead pastor whenever he's just being nice to people and hearing
0: their story. No, no. First of all, I get those emails all day and anyway. So it's, nothing's going to be That's changing. Great. Sign it from Pastor Nate. <laughs> <laughs> the reason is, is because when we have great guests like the guests we have today, you talk about all of the fascinating things about who they are, what they're doing, why they're doing what they're doing before we're recording and then I have to... Mike. that's not my fault. It's called friendliness. Okay? It's called friendliness. Just don't talk and be friendly when it's recording. That's all I ask. That's I, all I ask. Can I introduce the guests?
1: Can now, I? now you can. Go
0: ahead. All right. We've got Mark and Lisa Hall from thefeedingteam.org with us today. Mark and Lisa, welcome to the show. Oh, thank, thank you, you so you. much.
1: It's really nice to have you. Thank you so I much. I feel like I've never met you before.
2: Micah clearly has the gift, uh, the spiritual gift of sarcasm. Yes he does. <laughs> that's right. Yes he does. That, that is true.
0: I, I think that's what the Lord placed in me. And I here's a question, Mark. You're you're a believer, at least you're a believer too. And so do you do you think God is sarcastic? I do. I okay. think God has a great sense of humor. I, think, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Nathan, what about you?
1: I absolutely believe he does. I, I think you can find it written about in scripture. Okay. I think I think the disciples were sarcastic. That's right. You know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's there, and I think we ought to point it out when we're preaching about it. That's right.
0: I think that's amazing. Sarcasm yeah. is wit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I like it. Okay, well, it's good. That's not what we're talking about today. I mean, but that was a good, you know, little tangent. Uh, okay, so Mark. Lisa, they run Um, thefeedingteam.org. Tate, tell us a little bit about the passion, the history behind that. We wanted to highlight it today on the show because you're doing great work in the community, Hamilton County primarily, but the surrounding
2: areas. So just give the listeners a little bit of a a recap of what this is all about. Sure. Happy to. Do you want the full hour version or do you want the (laughs) the condensed non-sermon version? Well,
0: whatever you didn't tell
2: Nathan already, I guess. (laughs) We're in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. We're in good shape. So uh, we've done, our business has done food charity work for the last 15 years, primarily with Shepherd Community Center. And as we headed into uh, just the pre-pandemic, as we headed into the beginnings of 20, so the middle of 19, we're starting to pray through what we felt like we need to do. And the Lord led us to, to really look at Hamilton County. We knew we wanted to continue doing food charities. We've done that as a portion of our business sale goes out to, to pay for food. And we, we knew that we wanted to do something locally. We've lived in the, the Hamilton County area for, you know, 30, goodness, 31, 32 years now. And we were led to go look at the data. So I'm an analytical guy. So I one of our, our companies employs data scientists. We brought in a data scientist to look at the, uh, the U.S. Community Surveys data, which is an extension of the census, and say we wanted to plot the locations of families of four or more that made between forty dollars and $45,000 a year. Now, we picked those because these are people that don't qualify for free or reduced meals. Mm-hmm. Remember, this was pre-pandemic data. These are people that don't qualify for trustees. So these are gap families. And the reason that's important is because that was Lisa and I back in 1985 and 1986. We started our business at 146th and River Road in a, spare be- in a spare bedroom. We lived there, and we had two small children, one born in 83, and one born in 86. Both of us are working full time, and we just get to Thursday, and wait a minute, <laughs> we had a car engine blow up or a dental bill or something come along that we just weren't prepared for. And we were like most people living paycheck to paycheck. So Thursdays was often a can Denny Moore beef stew, or back then it was this god awful Kruger cost cutter, yellow, putrid. Beef stew with a baked potato. Mm. So we go speak and and talk about feeding team and what we're doing. We actually take those as visual aids. The biggest potato we can find in a can of Denny Moore beef stew, you'll find it in our box truck. You'll find them Mm. occasionally in the trailers. That's where it came from. So we're pretty average and ordinary people. And if if we had struggles with that, then lots of other people had struggles. Mm -hmm. So the data just popped. 27,000 food challenged families in Hamilton. Food challenged people, not families in Hamilton County before the pandemic. It just blew my mind. Now, Mm -hmm. the current data says about 50,000. So we knew we were compelled to go do this. We we took this model Lisa was talking about earlier. We took the model of outdoor, free, no questions asked food pantries. Take what you need, give what you can. 24 seven, no questions asked. You can't steal from these, we're giving it away. Mm -hmm. If you take it all, that's between you and God. Mm -hmm. And we went to work, knocking on doors, trying to find locations. Yeah, that was a tough one. We took almost 100. Uh, no, we don't want one of those here. No kidding. We Mark. don't. We don't have hungry people here. Mm. We don't want to attract that kind of element. We're
0: here. trying to lose weight. What are
2: you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you make it too convenient. It, it was. It was very surreal. It was also disheartening. Mm. But we yet, yet as we continued to pray through it, we knew this was something the Lord was calling us to do. So we kept knocking on doors and knocking on doors and knocking on doors. And eventually the Fraternal Order of Police in uh, Morse Beach, their union hall, FOP 103, shout out to the boys and the girls, <laughs> uh, said yes and allowed us to put uh, our first pantry location in a public park on their private property, which is adjacent to the park. Wow. And then the doors just started opening. Cool. As soon as the police said it was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. then <laughs> yeah. it was okay, boom, boom, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Cities said, nah, yeah. we don't want to do that. We had uh, design review committees and city councils that said, no, we're not going to take those things. We don't want to track that element. We'd show them the data and they would still refute the data and say, we don't have hungry people here. But wait a minute, the federal government's data from the census says otherwise. Hmm. These people that live down the street, I can draw a circle and tell you that within five miles of where this pantry is going to go, there are literally hundreds of families that don't know where one of their next three meals is coming from.
0: Hmm. Wow. Wow. And and so... Did the did the cities push back also too? Because maybe the design of the pantry. Because right now they're cool. I think they're cool designs. They they're yellow, black and yellow. They stand out. Um, they they're just they look like little pantries. I think that they're black and gold. Black and gold. Which, by the way, can I just say it was a no brainer for us to put one at Life Church because it's our colors. Exactly. And so <laughs> we were like, everyone's going to think we're doing these all around all around the county. It's going to be a win for Life Church, you know. But. We wanted to uh, we wanted to explicitly explicitly say it's not Life Church's thing right now. It's Mark and Lisa. No, but, but clearly but. the Lord was
1: in the the branding of it and <laughs> oh. how it was put together. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. My oh. Steelers oh. are black there and gold. You go. So you really nailed it. Yeah. I mean, this did is- you.
0: I got a question. As soon
1: as I saw it, when I pulled into the the Noblesville campus, I was like, that is beautiful. I love that.
0: (laughs) Right there. That is great.
3: Well, not to mention those are Noblesville school colors, too. Oh, that's right. I know.
0: That's You know, great color. Okay, I have a question. Did you make the Life Church colors black and gold because of the Pittsburgh Penguins? Steelers. Yeah. Oh. And and,
1: and the Penguins (laughs) and the Pirates. You know, actually, just fun fact, when I came to Life Church, everything was black and gold. And I knew it was God. So I'm like, you had nothing God. to do with those colors. And nothing, and and, and except you. that I won't let anybody change them.
0: That's. I tried to do a, like a red-looking logo for Christmas, like red and green and for I Christmas said, last This year. is absolutely
1: unacceptable.
0: This <laughs> is red and green. You're 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 a Grinch. Okay, that's what you are, Nathan. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. A clearly, <laughs> you clearly, you can't. Do. Great minds
1: think alike. Oh, clearly, well, in, and in so all, when you see these, they, in they are all honesty, beautiful.
3: though, the first pantries that went out were red. Oh, interesting. Well, listen, Except, and God changed your
1: heart, yes. and He brought it back around. Well,
3: actually, the sun did. Because then the st- sun started bleaching it out, and they started to turn pink.
1: Well, it's see, like, that's God. That's God made work. the sun, too. No,
3: no. So, bleach them
0: out. Not the son of God. The sun, <laughs> Nathan. The, the son of God made the sun, Micah. You can't argue with that it's logic. No. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Gosh.
0: I knew I was going to regret having you on. No, they're, Politics. they're great. Nathan.
1: <laughs> they're great-looking. <laughs> I absolutely, I mean, you know, I, I, care about aesthetically how things look and whatnot, but I mean, if anybody is concerned about that, don't be there. They, they look great and who doesn't want to help their community? I mean, how many times do we hear stories just like what you, you just said of people who they, they're, they maybe they're too proud or something, you know, they just don't want to come and ask. We've seen our food pantry at our Eagle Creek campus. We, we were like servicing like three or four families a month. And, and at COVID because of, uh, of what happened with it, we decided to do like drive, you know, just drive mm-hmm. in, we'll pray for you. And, uh, and I think the last time they did that, they had 71 families that mm-hmm. came through there. Yep. That's, that's Eagle Creek area. But th- I mean, there's still, that's, that's suburban yeah. Indianapolis yeah, yeah. and, um, you how know, I mean, just people have a great need. Yep. I yep. thank you for being the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah, that's the point. How, yeah. There's how so many, many God moments.
0: How many of these have you now put up? So that was the first one, <laughs> the FOP there. 36. Yeah, 36. And, and, where, and where are they?
1: They're not just in Hamilton County, though, right?
2: Yeah, we have a few outside. So uh, we have a corporate sponsor that put one in Kokomo. Awesome. Uh, we have one in Las Cruces, New Mexico with a Lions Club. That's a complete God story. <laughs> and then we have one in Tulsa, Oklahoma at a, cl- at a customer of ours. Wow. So the, the funding mechanism behind it, like Lisa was talking about uh, before we started, is a piece of our business. So we take a percentage of every sale, gets plowed back in to either buy the materials, buy paint, buy food. Uh, and stock the pantries. So we have a box truck, and, and normally on Fridays, if we weren't here, we'd be out driving the box trucks, the, throwing, uh, slinging ramen into
0: pantries. So we're keeping you from feeding the hungry right now. Okay, oh no. this is, uh, oh
3: this, no. is not,
2: <laughs> this is bad PR. It's, it's nothing
3: keeps us from doing that. <laughs> okay, oh no. all right. That'll it's, be tomorrow. Okay, okay. <laughs> it,
2: it feeds the soul. I mean, you just can't you can't describe it. I, I sent you a text, Micah, yesterday. I'm driving by the Pantry at Life Church, and there's somebody that's walking up to shop. Yeah, This is like it's 10 cool. o'clock in the morning. It's awesome. Very unusual for you to see in the daytime, but people have a need. Mm-hmm. That's the point that if you get nothing else from, from today's conversation, the face of hunger in Hamilton County is not what you think.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They look like us. Mm-hmm. They they live and drive, they drive decent cars. They they live well. They just need something to get by. Mm-hmm. Do we have homeless that use them? Absolutely. Have we have they had the opportunity to speak with them and, and minister to them? Absolutely. But the vast majority are people that drive modern cars, that live in modern homes, that just are overextended, Hmm. that didn't manage their finances well, and they're desperate. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to talk to, through the FOP, we get some of those relationships, some of the most horrific chases that they've had are moms and dads, they're they're stealing food in Hmm. order to feed their kids. Wow. And they get caught, and they bolt, and they get in their car, and they panic, and they run Hmm. because they can't feed their children. A can of green beans can change a life. It means that kind of life-changing. People don't know, want to know about the Lord if their kids are hungry. Yeah, that's right. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's good. Do you find that uh, now that they're they're popping up, it's getting easier to kind of sell "quote unquote" you know the pantry to other locations, or is it still is there <laughs> still resistance? Um, I mean, now because you drive around now and you start seeing them, and you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Okay, I've seen like four of these now in you know the my area and maybe it softens the heart to the business owners or the churches that are, that you may want to see one of these pantries in.
2: Unfortunately, no. no. Uh, it, it's one of those things that once you've seen one, it's like, I I see the red Chevy. Now I see all red Chevys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, then I see a, a yellow pantry and people see them everywhere. We still have pushback on things like safety. You know, we fully insure the pantries and we bring a certificate of insurance and, and prove that they're insured. It's really a matter of convenience. If their heart's not in it to serve other people, they're not going to do it. If they have a servant's heart, it's easy. Mm -hmm. You know, churches work well, but one of the things to note is we're not, you know, our home church is Harbor Shores. We just put a pantry at Harbor Shores. Mm. It was pantry 33. We didn't start there and we're not sponsored by a church because there are places that wouldn't take a pantry if -hmm. we came from a church, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. public grounds, schools, you know, other denominations. I'm not, I don't want that. You're going to proselytize. Yes, every pantry has my life verse on it, Colossians 3, 23 and 24. But we we don't overtly proselytize unless the question's asked. Now, the volunteers is a little different, but we can use this as a vehicle to build a bridge to people. Yeah, And that's we've got a dozen stories where that's happened.
3: We do have a few that said no in the beginning and then once... I don't know if they're thinking, eh, let's see how this goes or whatever. Yeah. Now they're circling back and saying, you know, maybe we do want to.
0: Yeah. Well, so, I think success breeds more success. You know, I mm-hmm. think when people see it, okay, it seems like it's being successful. Yeah, okay, I can I can put one of these in now. And some people just don't like being the first one, you know, to Six, take the risk.
2: 6,000 meals, 6,000 meals in wow. September. That's just what we put in. Wow. We can't track what other people put in. Yeah. It's one of the things that I love about what the Lord's done you can just as easily be a part of this by going to your cupboard and getting a can of beans and go put it in. Yeah. And you can be a part of this. Yeah. You don't have to volunteer. It takes two minutes to go drop it off as you're coming to church. Yeah. Yeah. And we have 60, what is it on 64 volunteers now?
3: Yeah. Wow. And
2: she manages all the volunteers. Cool. So we pick up food, we go buy the food. We we have a central distribution. They come to the new office, very close to Life Church mm-hmm. there in Noblesville. Yeah. People pick up the food and they, they scatter to the winds normally on a Wednesday night, though from four to about six. It's just this constant perpetual wow. turn of people that go back and forth picking up food to go take to, and hear how I say this, their pantry. Yeah. They own yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They do.
3: Yeah.
2: That's cool.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, too. If if we could just put a, a bug in your ear for, for vision when you go shopping, you know, Thanksgiving is an issue of perspective. Um, I thought I was having a tough week. Until, a young couple in my church lost her two-day-old baby yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you want something to correct your thinking? You think about other people that that have less or or something. They're they're dealing with a bigger tragedy than you. But man, what a way to to be able to take your kids to the grocery store and say we're gonna buy you know ten dollars and you uh, of 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 extra food and. You know, let your kids participate in that. If you want your 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 kids to understand how blessed they are, they need to have perspective. What an opportunity for every family! You know, if if you're the person who does the shopping or you know, whatever. Just make that a vision for your family. I, I'm I'm, telling you, I'm inspired. I'm going to talk to my wife about this when we get
2: out. Know. Oh, I've got, you're teeing me up for a great story. Well, come on, man. T- One t- of the best stories. Go ahead.
3: I was just going to say, take it a step further. We have um, generations that have adopted their, their pantries. So we have families, we have single moms and their children. We have mom and dad and their children that are volunteers. They've adopted the pantry. So they, they've taken it that next step, not just going to the grocery store, but they take out on a pantry. They stock it. They clean it. They organize it every mm. week. Mm. So That's the awesome. generational giving is just, mm.
2: That's awesome. I That's love great. seeing that. Yeah. It's one of the blessings of being a part of this is to watch people teach kids and grandkids, our own, our own included. Uh, we have three daughters and seven grandkids, and they have been involved to either work collecting food or sorting and stocking and cleaning pantries. But we're at the pantry at Morse Beach, ironically. And this, I love telling the story. It's better visual than it does on a podcast. <laughs> so you'll have to snicker at the appropriate moments. <laughs> and Keep you snickering. Yeah. When people pull up or they're there when we pull up, we don't bother. Them. We don't engage. It's none of our business. If they want to engage us, then we'll have a conversation. So this is just an observation. We're, we're waiting for them. Up pulls a big Noblesville Fire Department SUV, and it's the fire investigation kind, out of the front seat. Very tall, lean man, probably late 30s, middle 30s, 6'5, 6'6, had his Noblesville Fire uh, Investigator hat on, his Noblesville Fire uniform hat on. He's driving the, the Red Investigation SUV. Out of the back pops a young girl. And she couldn't have been seven. Now she was tall because her dad was tall. She hops out, she leans back into the back of the SUV, and she pulls out what I later found out was a jar of pickles. Now I don't mean a jar of pickles. I mean, a jar of pickles. <laughs> no it kidding. was the extra super size wow. and dad watched and she took everything this poor girl could, could muster. She moved it one step at a time and then one step at a time, coming from behind the SUV to the front of the pantry and with everything she had, boom, and popped it up on the shelf.
0: Hmm.
2: That's cool. And then she looked up at dad. Hmm. I will never forget the look and it's exactly what you're talking about, Nathan. It's teaching the importance of generational giving to kids. Amen. It's the hands and feet of Christ in a practical sense. Hmm. This kid, she'll remember the moment because I'll remember the moment. Mm -hmm. The look of approval that came from her father for doing something selflessly Mm -hmm. for someone else. That's that's just one story. Yeah. We love seeing the kids get involved because it means there's hope for the next generation. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That's good. That's good. Yeah. so you, I, I gotta make sure to tell a story, or Michael yell at me. <laughs> I want to hear. I, I, I got two questions. Number so one, will you tell the story that you told me before we went on here oh, sure. about about the the ladies at Transformations in oh, this past week? And number two, you said that each one of these uh, food pantries have your life verse on it, it and does. you quoted it, uh, where it's found. But I want you to quote the scripture and tell oh, me sure. what it is.
2: Okay, so the the story that, that you talked about from yesterday. So we were we were approached uh, by a young lady apparently involved with Transformations.
1: Transformations, by the way, is and uh, it, it's a ministry that's based. Uh, they they use part of uh, Life Church. Property. They have a house there. The Transformation Center for Healing. It's ran by Lacey Gibney, and it helps women come out of uh, addiction. And we have a huge opioid uh, problem. We we have a huge addiction problem mm-hmm. in in our world, and it happens right in our backyard. And uh, and so these ladies go through a six-month or six month or a one-year program to come out of that. So let me just tee that up a little Thanks. bit more. I, so, I, I didn't
2: know the backstory. She, I was just introduced to it yesterday. Micah months ago had told me what was planned, but I didn't know it was live yet. Okay. So she reaches out and asks me about a question about social media. I, I responded back. It was through the Feeding Team Facebook uh, uh, site. And about an hour later, she posts a story on Facebook, probably a two or three minute video, kind of like the stuff you do in your car. But split <laughs> up, you know, it's split up over a whole it bunch. Was a, of, yeah, it was in the story. It mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's proceeding to do a live example. She's outside the pantry, the door is open, and they're showing people what the pantry is, how it works. And it's easy get what you can, take what you need. And she's walking through the entire story. And then uh, Sierra. Sierra. So she introduces Sierra. And Sierra is, is, was working uh, for a local manufacturing company, Emmy, I mentioned, that built, uh, they've already built 13. They have three more to go. They give their employees time to go build these pantries. Everyone that's a part of the build gets to sign the pantry and put their life first. Guess whose signature is the bottom of the pantry at Life Church? Wow.
0: Sierra. Oh, that's cool. Wow. That's super cool. Because she works at, at that company's Gaylor,
2: yeah. and Gaylor
0: oh, gives an Emmy.
3: Emmy. Oh, that, oh, Emmy. oh
0: Emmy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I am a
2: Oh, good. Yeah. I didn't know that they are doing it, too. Yeah, they built 16 nice. pantries through their Emmy service program. The Anthony family's been great. Yes. Uh, the Gaylor works with us. Okay. Gaylor will go pick them up. Emmy uh, <laughs> will paint them. If we if we're having, we have another 10 being built at a high school in, in Arcadia, Gaylor will pick them up. They paint them. So we provide all the materials. The wow. kids are building them. Gaylor picks them up, paints them. Then when it comes time to go and, and deploy them, this is a cool. Well, Micah, you were a part of this.
3: Ricky. We deploy them. We sell them. Oh Ricky. Them.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And, and Ricky is a driver for Gaylor, who is a godly, godly man. Yeah. And oh. our custom is now to circle up and pray mm-hmm. over each pantry every time as we launch it wow. for those that will that will be using it. That there won't be many,
3: yeah.
2: And to bless the hands and feet of those that contribute, yeah. But it truly is mm-hmm. a, a heart of missions for Gaylor and for Amy. That's cool. These are both faith-based companies, mm-hmm. so to see her, the expression on her face when she found her signature wow. at the bottom of the very pantry—that was really that's cool.
3: Not Twenty yards from wow, M-
2: where she serves. That's yeah, cool. Wow, that's a really cool story.
3: But a story about Ricky. We were going to stop at Pantry Fourteen, and I. And Ricky was delivering them. And he said, so what do you guys think? And I said, I think we're going to have to.
0: hmm." And and just by the way, Ricky's this like linebacker built black guy. (laughs) That just has like a preacher slash like refrigerator Perry, like kind of like, you know, his his
3: personality (laughs) is three times the size of him. I mean, he is awesome. And he looked at me and he goes, and he calls me Miss Lisa. And he goes, Oh, Miss Lisa, you don't ever put God in a box. And I was like, Oh. I mean that hit hard and I thought that's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. And he said let go and let God. Well now we're at 36. <laughs>
0: <laughs> On your way to 1500 probably. Uh, so. no, oh, I,
3: I think 50 but don't tell Ricky cuz he'll tell me not to put <laughs> yes. God in a box. That's so the,
2: the Colossians 323 and 24 reference um, uh, when I go and speak at churches I have a uh, a message that I'll bring the book ends Ephesians 289 with Colossians 3, 23 and 24. And then I'll tell a whole bunch of stories in the middle, but we do because of what Christ has done for us. Amen. So it's you know, Colossians 3, 23 and 24, do everything you do, even podcasts, mm-hmm. <laughs> even running for office, That's do right. everything you do as under the Lord. You know, our reward is not here. Our reward is in eternity. Our reward is in heaven. Mm-hmm. I think about it in the terms of the day of the Bama seat. That's mm-hmm. when, when I first saw that 20 years ago, it was life-changing for me. It was a, it was a pinnacle in my personal life and my professional life and what we do with business, how we interact with thousands of people we employ every year. So the Ephesians 289, two eighty nine, we're not saved. It's not saved by works. We do things because of what Christ has done for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the driving good. force behind behind why it's there.
1: Yeah. Our good deeds don't don't take us to Christ. It's the good deeds come from acknowledging what it was that Jesus did on the cross for us. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, I think a lot of times people just get that, they get that all turned around, you know, really a lot. We talk about this sometimes what sets Christianity apart from every other religion in the world. All those religions are this, these are the things we have to do to get to God. Mm -hmm. And our story in, in, in the cross is this is what God did to get to us. Mm -hmm. And now that we understand that, it's from that place of being forgiven and justified and changed that now our good works flow out of the love that began in Christ. And if you don't, you know, you could do all manner of good. But if you do it because you feel compulsion to do it, you feel like somebody's twisting your arm, you feel like if people are looking at you, you know, if there's no love, there's no reward. There's there's there's. You know, prophets do nothing, you know, First Corinthians 13 says. So, you know, once again, it comes back to a, a question of examination and perspective. And Lord, I will do this because I love you. And I'm practicing on people.
2: It's that mm-hmm. simple. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't pure, it gets burned away like hay and stubble. Yeah. You know, scripture references that very, very clearly. Yeah. So, if you do it, and, and I'm not going to sit here and try to convince you we have a pure heart every Friday driving this stuff around. <laughs> and, and Especially let, when it's
3: really cold.
2: Take the food and cut off. Of my <laughs> I, I suspect it's probably like pastors on some sermons. They really don't feel that's like right. they really don't feel like delivering right. that we day. We pray yeah. a lot. Yeah, it's like,
0: all right, all you idiots, we, listen to God's word. We that's pray what I'm gonna tell we you.
2: Saturday to get our
1: heart in order. <laughs> We're praying before we get up there. I, I I feel your pain. I know exactly what you're talking. About.
2: But I, I want to comment on the the soul feeding piece because it, it, it's it's something that's available to anybody in life church or anybody that becomes a part of this. It is easy to help a neighbor and we position this as neighbors serving neighbors mm-hmm. neighbors helping neighbors sure the the people in this room understand the undertone and the colossians 3:23 and 24 aspect of it many people don't mm-hmm. they just know they have hungry kids at home mm-hmm. so those mm-hmm. that want to be a part of it we have folks that have volunteered that mm-hmm. now have a sense of purpose mm-hmm. yeah they were in. lost with no direction yeah, that's cool. and and they're retired or semi-retired and they really don't have anything to do but stuff that's mm-hmm. really not productive mm-hmm. Now they have a purpose. They've got a pantry that they've adopted, or two that they've adopted, and they're meticulous in how they take mm-hmm. care of it. And they they, own, guard it. It. they <laughs> own it. They own it emotionally. They do. Mm-hmm. So this works in a bilateral way. The kids aspect you're talking about earlier, Nathan, you're getting killed. Uh, kids that will will come and volunteer the Indiana Academy up on on State Road 19 mm-hmm. up in, in Arcadia or Cicero. Uh, they will send classrooms out as their as to get their uh, community service hours. Now we have other children that get community service hours for a different reason, <laughs> but yeah, <right. laughs> that, they'll come out and clean it's it all right, yeah. and sort it. They'll get rid of anything that's expired. They'll get rid of torn packaging and they'll put it all back cool. as community service. Uh, I forgot the uh, the fatas. What she doing affords to get earn earn community service hours so she can go become a congressional aide.
0: Yeah. Oh, cool! Uh, uh, Amy. a- Amy's daughter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, cool! She yeah. volunteers with nice. us. To Amy go do and Patrick. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: cool. Yeah, she goes around to the different pantries. Usually on a Saturday, she'll spend an hour or so, and she's trying to build up those hours. Okay. Yeah. I think one of the most heartbreaking questions that that we get asked, and it's is when that when someone says. Why are you doing this? Mm. What are you getting out of it? Mm. That tells me how lost they are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a great point. Because they don't see, and it breaks my heart when somebody asks me that. Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity to pour into them, Mm -hmm. but it breaks my heart that they don't, they just don't.
0: There's always going to be those people who think you've got ulterior motives and there's, you know, you're, you're, you're not just being kind just for kindness sake uh you're being kind because you want to get something and and i was going to bring this up a little bit because mark i got to know you from more from the political world sure you're in politics and yep. you you run for office county council and running again I am. and um and and so when that is one of the big you know questions that people that want to kind of you know point to the feeding team.org and be like well you know, Mark and Lisa, they're just doing this for political gain or, sure. or whatever. And I've had people say the th- same thing, you know, about, you know, well, Mike is just a pastor because he wants to run for office someday. And he wants, to... and it's like, we can, these things are who we are. We were built into serving people. That's, that's that the Lord has put that in us, this idea of serving people. Yes. Now, I don't know about you, Mark, and I would assume this is your heart too, but for, I know for me, it's, you know, serving people. You could do that in Washington or you could do that over at Transformations, mm-hmm. putting food in the, pantry for the transformation girls that are there, it's all the same. It's all being the hands and feet of Jesus it just looks different. And so the, the, the question that I wanted to pose to you is, and I'm glad you brought that up, Lisa, is you're, you're running for office. Do you get that kick? Do you feel that kick in the gut when people come and say, yeah, you're not, you're not doing this <laughs> for any other reasons, but you just want to get your name out there. I mean, how do you, you know, how do you handle that? I know Lisa, you're kind of hitting on that a little bit, but you know, what's your response you know when to them and you know Mark specifically to you, like because you're the guys, your name's going to be on the ballot, so like what you know <laughs> and, and obviously Lisa is right there with you, but you know what do you, what do you say when that when that happens? you know well I, I,
2: I acknowledge their feelings, yeah, but what we've learned is that for every one that feels that way, there are twenty that feel the yeah, opposite. that's good. Uh, my my Pavlovian response is, I can walk and chew gum at the mm-hmm. same time. yeah, I also run three businesses. Yeah, you know, we have you know, I serve on charity boards of churches and missions teams. So I can do multiple things at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm have the ability to separate the two. So here's a here's an interesting sidebar story. So it does it does, it hurts my feelings because they they're they're attacking me personally or attacking my value systems personally. Mm-hmm. So I invite them, I say, look, come with me. I did this on, on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. Hey, you come with me. Don't don't question my motives yeah. until you know my history. Mm-hmm. Come serve, mm-hmm. ride with us in the truck. Then if you still feel the same way, great. Yep. Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. We oh, yeah. Crickets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Crickets.
0: Well, wasn't it? Uh was it Paul's disciples, uh, Peter's disciples that came to him? There was a, there were other disciples preaching the gospel, but they were doing it for personal gain. Uh, what's the story in scripture? I'm blanking on that. Uh and and I think as Paul he said, he said, are they preaching the gospel? Well, yeah. Is it is it the you know, gospel of Jesus Christ? Yeah, it is. Well then, who cares what their motives are? They're they're building the kingdom. They're, Isn't that Jesus? It, does
1: does <laughs> Jesus that say scene. that?
0: I I think they're I like. Was, Do
1: you want us to tell them to be quiet? And like, no, if they're not, if they're not against us, okay, for was us.
0: That, you know, I think it's Jesus. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but but yeah, but I the mean, point was, it's they're preaching, they're doing good work. It's building the kingdom. Who cares? Let the Lord deal with the motives. Essentially, is what is what yeah, he was saying. Yeah. Right. So, you know,
1: it kind of was as you were as you were talking there, I, I was thinking about the fact that who is it that gets mad whenever, you know, there's a, a lavish gift given. And then somebody said, you know, this person says, "What well, you know, that should have been sold and given to the poor.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That
1: was Judas mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. who said yeah. that, you know, and Judas, we find out, it's not because he cared about the poor. It's because he was ripping it off. He was cycling off, right. off. Right. off the money himself. <laughs> right? So, yeah. you know, if you're a person out there and you got a critical heart over this, you might want to examine your 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 checkbook. See how yeah. your giving yeah, is going, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. My
3: my thought was, because we've had a couple people say that. Yeah. First of all, it was like, oh, my stars. Come and, and join us. Yeah. And... That's a lot of work sure. just for that. No, There's so much that goes into food this. charity
2: just to get a county council spot. Uh, that's I, I'm you... not called to Washington, <laughs> by the way.
3: That's, yeah. I mean, hey, that's crazy. Hey.
1: Can, can I say this, though? The scripture says those that are faithful and, live, um, and little will also be faithful over much. If you can't be faithful to serve mm-hmm. in small ways in your own backyard, yeah. right, then why why would we believe that the Lord would elevate you to a to a greater stewardship if you're not doing the small things that you have the ability to do, you know, God, God, uh, he, the Bible says that he's the one who exalts, he's the one who abases and, and ultimately appointment comes from the Lord, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: So he, uh, it's, you know, I I go back to David, he equipped David for the palace on the shepherd's hill. You know I mean? He really, that the heart to, to lead God's people, was was developed when David was in the pasture, you know, and
1: gave was, him simple jobs, Michael. Like, yeah. I want you to take some cheese to your brother's commanders.
0: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm in a position,
1: you. Yeah. But I just want you doing the simple things. Yeah. You know, here's at that point. David's got an anointing to be the king of Israel. He's at, by a guy, who, who has never been wrong on a prophetic mm-hmm. word. Yeah, right. Samuel, yeah. Samuel. And so he's he's got this great uh vision for his life, yeah. this great calling, and, and yet in he's God's serving eyes. in yeah. the, the normal, everyday way, listening to his dad. His dad says, Go
0: take this to the to the So to the in God's eyes, think about this. So at that time when he took the cheese to the commanders, he was the king of Israel. I mean, really, if you think about it, uh, 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 it prophetically speaking, yeah. he's <laughs> because the next one. When right. Samuel anointed him to yeah. be king, that's the moment where God said, "You are now. You are carrying the the mantle of King of Israel." So even as he's going and walking in, now, there, now there's a there's a pseudo king sitting on the throne, and Saul. Right? I don't believe God looked at Saul in that moment and said, "Saul, you're the real king." I think He saw David as the real king, and yet He's carrying cheese to the to the <laughs> commanders,
2: which is pretty. It's well, pretty cool to think about. So a couple of a couple of notes when when I when I feel sorry for myself, or if I'm counseling or coaching somebody, and they're depressed, semi-depressed, not clinically. I'm, I'm not a qualified counselor, but go feed your soul. Go pour yourself out selflessly in the service of mm-hmm. someone who either will never know that you did it for them or can never possibly pay you back.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it, every single time it reboots mm-hmm. my spirit. Yeah, and that... If it gets really bad, really bad, I'll go take a sack lunch mm-hmm. and I go sit in the waiting room at Raleigh Children's Hospital, yeah.
0: Lord, mm. we don't Lord, have
2: problems. Yeah, Lord, mm. when
0: did we feed you? Right, that'll be the question that many of these people will ask. Lord, when did we feed you? When did we give you clothing? When did we comfort you in, in prison? We never, we never
2: saw you there. And the Lord re- re- replied and said, "When you did it for the least of these, you did it mm. for me." Well, back to your question, the the twenty to the one, they typically respond something like this: "I would want somebody like that. I would want that servant." To your point, mm-hmm. I would want the guy who carried the cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <That's> bad metaphor. <laughs> I would want the guy to carry just as long as he's not cutting it, right? But <laughs> that's the kind of people we want in office: people that have demonstrated for 15 years yeah. a heart for service mm-hmm. with no motive, no you know, no alternative. You know, yes, I've run mm-hmm. for office, and yes, I'm running again. Mm-hmm. But that's a different that's a different issue. That's on liberty. Mm-hmm. You know, that's on what's happened. If you look, if you look to the conservatives, you know, just in Hamilton County, everybody's unhappy everybody is unhappy with government mm-hmm. at all levels. Vax mm-hmm. mandates,
0: mm-hmm.
2: mask mm-hmm. mandates, the attack on our individual liberties, yeah. stuff, side deals.
0: CRT in the schools, SEL. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Side deals, vacations with vendors, perpetual politicians in the same seat, decade after decade after decade. You wanna know why I'm running? To kick out the leg mm-hmm. of that cabal that's been there for 40 years. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm running. Mm-hmm. It's another way to serve. Now, zoom back out. I believe I'll be held accountable at the day of the Bama. Mm -hmm. I believe at the White Throne of Judgment, I will be held accountable to what I do, feeding team notwithstanding, Mm -hmm. in the political arena. We're called to pray for those in office. I believe we need more believers in service. Mm -hmm. I believe we need more people that know the Lord that are serving, more people that are unafraid to pray openly. I go to these county council meetings, and there are several counselors that won't even pray. Mm -hmm. Pray in your own way that's a Hmm. cop-out. What does it say right behind them? In God we trust. And they won't even have the intestinal fortitude to pray. These are the same people that appoint folks, you and I haven't talked about this, to the library board. The very library board that allows the same pornographic materials in it that are in our grade schools and in our high schools, Hmm. funded with our tax dollars. They're appointed by the county council. You want to change the culture? You change it from the inside out. That's why I'm running. Is that separate than feeding team? Sure, I can walk and chew gum at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Does that answer your question. Yeah,
0: no, it's great. <laughs> I think. And listen, I think what you guys are doing is awesome. You're you're serving. You're serving the community. You're the hands and feet of Jesus. Uh, for, I mean. For sure. I mean, it's awesome to see these pantries pop up. If you're in Hamilton County or surrounding areas, or in Tulsa or New Mexico, uh, <laughs> or, look, Kokomo. or Kokomo, Kokomo. Look, look for look for these uh, awesome yellow pantries. And uh, Mark and Lisa, we just want to thank you for your time today. Thank you for being here and and sharing your heart. And, Can I get in one uh, yeah. good story? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. One, this is yep.
2: this is better than
0: the other story. Okay. okay. So, and, and, and I'm sure you already shared it before I got in the room. No, but no, Nathan, no. And we held no. On to this. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> so, All right. I'm really have, to have a talk off air, Micah.
2: <laughs> I don't want to run over, but there are there are a dozen good stories to pick from. I'm just picking one. Yeah. So we're at the pantry at the firefighters union, uh, 4416, and an older gentleman pulls up. This has been several months ago. Uh, leaves his car running. Uh, we wrote it about him, and we, we wrote a month. We write a monthly article for the Hamilton County Reporter. Uh, we called him Bill. Bill six eight. Maybe a buck fifty. He's driving a twenty-five-year-old car that's got that tick, 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 tick going. He leaves it running, and we're loading the pantry. And you know how you can sense when somebody's behind you. I mean, mm-hmm. you just know somebody's there. He walks up, and uh, he shook my hand. I'm I'm looking up at him because he's six mm-hmm. eight, and he recoils from arthritis. You know, this guy 82, 83, I think is what he said. <laughs> he's driving a twenty-five-year-old car. He's looking for white beans and stewed tomatoes. And he'd been to three pantries and couldn't find white beans and stewed tomatoes. Caught up with us in the box truck. Can I have white beans and stewed tomatoes? I'm sorry. We don't have any. And we gave him what we had. He left with some other stuff. He proceeded to tell us his wife had just passed. Hmm. So he likes to ferment his own beans because she hated it. And when she was alive, she wouldn't let him do it. <laughs> so now this was his way to get back. He's going to ferment the white beans. He cooks them with, with stewed tomatoes. So we write about it on Facebook. And immediately, like 10 people, give me his name. Give me his number. Give me, I'll, I'll go get him the white beans and stewed tomatoes. We're a no questions asked outfit. We don't take names yeah. mm-hmm. unless they want to give it to us. So mm-hmm. sorry, we can't do it. Um, about three weeks later, an 84-year-old lady reaches out. We call her Mary. It's not her real name. She's on dialysis three days a week. This particular week on that Thursday, she was having surgery. She made it her mission. She said, in between dialysis before my surgery, I'm going to Walmart grocery. I'm buying a case of white beans and a case of stewed tomatoes. I'm putting them in every pantry that Bill shops from. That's cool. Wow. That's awesome. They'll never meet each other. Yeah. They'll never know each other. They'll never know each other's names. And they shouldn't, but I tell the story because it illustrates people being the hands and feet of Christ. We call it neighbor serving neighbors, but in this room, it's people being salt and light in a world. That's That's just one of dozens of examples of how people step up when they're given the opportunity.
1: Can I, can I just say something? You know, the Bible says that as, as, as Christians, we are a priesthood of believers. We don't have just Uh, the priests who are the special ones that God uses. God uses all of us. We're all priests in the kingdom. But as a pastor, I just want to say on behalf of the King of glory, thank you.
2: It's, It's God's credit. It's God's glory.
1: Well done. Good job. I hope it inspires people this Thanksgiving, this Christmas. I hope you guys... Give like you've never given before because you can't out give God. Amen. Find ways to give and let it change your heart. Let it change your family.
2: It does. It feeds the soul. It does change your heart. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't plug the volunteers. Lisa, you want to talk a little, just a second about volunteers?
3: We have different levels of volunteering. You can adopt a pantry, um, stocking it every week, cleaning it, organizing you can do it once a month. We'll take any type of volunteers. You can reach me at lisa@feedingteam.org at and we can put you on the list and you can be part of the family. We are a family. Amen. And we're all serving the same, mm-hmm. same God and we have the same goal is to help help our neighbors. Um I I will talk with each volunteer because you know, I I want them to have the same heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um it, it's it's a precious thing and we just I'll, I'll take any volunteers we can get and I'll talk Amen. to you and we'll we'll find a fit for you somewhere.
2: Praise God So we go we go speak at churches we go speak at civic organizations and yeah. tell the story We have a we harbor shores this weekend uh, a five minute version, a 15 minute version and a full sermon version yeah. uh, with an altar call. You mm-hmm. will appreciate that cool. with an ultra call. Good. Uh, is this
1: your first time you get to do it on a podcast? It is. Yes. Right.
2: It well, is first podcast.
1: Let's spread it out yeah. and share it around. Uh, if you're if you're on Facebook or wherever you're uh, you're listening from, uh, make sure that you you get this message out and around so that yeah. people when they see those those uh, those dot org uh, uh, pantries. Hey, pray for that ministry too. Yep. Pray mm-hmm. for the people that are going to use it. Pray that God God's going to touch their heart because um, he is. And and what a, what an honor to have you guys here today. Yep. Thank you, Thank so, you much so much for spending care. your time with yep. us.
2: We brought you some swag Yay. and uh, we will be looking for about another 10 locations by the end of the year. So right. cool. we've got a number of them lined up awesome. uh, as we're headed north and over to Sheridan uh, we're going to put one in Atlanta and uh, Ivy Tech. It looks like they're going to take one out in front of their location as well. Atlanta, Very Indiana. Cool. Atlanta, or Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. Indiana. Indiana. That's Good so, you know. <laughs> I mean,
0: you're in, New, you're in New Mexico. Good call. So. <laughs> yes. Yep. Well, guys, thank you for having us. Now, we say on Jesus, Sex, and Politics, all, talking about all the things that will scare you. I don't think today's was super scary. No, wasn't <laughs> it wasn't actually. Let, let, we'll change it just a little bit. Go ahead and, and okay. sign us out here. Thank right you now. for listening to Jesus, Sex, and Politics. I'm Micah i'm nathan and here we talk about all the things culture doesn't want to talk with with that (laughs) (laughs) that might bless you (laughs) but we like talking about it that was fun we want to talk about that okay (laughs) well we'll catch you next time have a have a great one